0: The hype has been enormous, but does Barbie the movie live up to expectations? Some elements do, others not so much. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First. The film is populated by a surfeit of Barbies and Kens in Barbieland, where women rule the roost and men trail in their wake. The Chief Ken, bleach blonde Ryan Gosling, with a six-pack to die for, has the hots for Principal Barbie. Perfectly turned out, gorgeous Margot Robbie. Barbie, though, wants to keep things platonic. Even a kiss is out of the question. Everything in Barbie land is picture perfect. Barbie wakes up without a hair out of place in her open house that everyone can see into, and warmly greets all the other Barbies. Same goes for the Ken's salutations to one another although in Gosling's case, his jealousy of rival suitors is on show from the outset. Suddenly, though, Robbie's Barbie is strangely out of sync. She finds herself raising the issue of death with the other Barbies before quickly checking herself. But then, to reinforce her discombobulation, the natural dreamy arch in her foot collapses, and she burns the toast. Rather than her usual practice of floating down from her house into her car, She lands heavily alongside it. And to top it off, horror of horrors, she even has cellulite for the first time. The other Barbies explain to Robbie that she's malfunctioning and the only one who can address her issues is Weird Barbie, Kate McKinnon. It turns out that somehow the separation Robbie's Barbie had from the real world has been broken. Weird Barbie instructs Robbie's Barbie to travel to the real world to try to find the girl who initiated the split which he does, Ken in tow. Let's just say all does not go according to plan and Ken gets his own ideas about how he'd like to reconfigure Barbie Land. Barbie the movie has some genuine, smile-inducing and laugh-aloud moments, but I wanted more. For all the emphasis on girl power, which I wholeheartedly endorse, it's too vacuous. Given the writing talent involved, Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach, who co-wrote Francis Ha. I was hoping for more cleverness. There's certainly some of it on show, but not enough for my liking. I found the start flat and at one point even distasteful. Furthermore, it's a giant, if not at all subtle ad for Mattel. Surely the dolls sell themselves, as they have for generations. On the plus side, Margot Robbie does all she can to elevate the spectacle. It's fun to watch her transition from naive to enlightened. Kate McKinnon all but steals the show as Weird Barbie. Her comic turn is special. I love the references to the Barbie creator Ruth Handler, who named Barbie after her daughter Barbara. It was the 9th of March 1959 when Ruth took Barbie to the annual toy fair in New York, and the rest is history. And the plot pivots around a heartfelt and inspired monologue by America Ferreira as Mattel's executive secretary, Gloria. As the narrator, Helen Mirren also finds moments to shine. I appreciated the blend of toyish action with real life. I thought the filmmakers did that particularly well, and the colour palette is delightful. A number of standout scenes include Barbie eating and drinking without food on her plate or liquid in her cup, and Ken's surfing wipeout. In summary, while the movie has endearing features, the plotting could have been stronger. Directed by Greta Gerwig, Barbie scores a six and a half out of ten. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First. Subscribe to the full podcast at iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.